Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. Very special episode today. I want to go over some Washington State House bills and state bills and make you aware of what's happening in Washington State. They have legislation in session and I want to go through some of those with you. Although it may be tedious, I will go through it very quickly and give you some action points so that your voice can be heard because our state is worth saving. Before we get into that, I want to share with you a message from one of our ministry partners here from the Washington State Prayer Caucus. Hello, my name is Joshua Wilson from the Washington Prayer Caucus, a member of the Congressional Prayer Caucus Foundation. Our mission is to shape culture by preserving faith and religious freedom in America and Washington State. We are a national network comprised of over 1,000 lawmakers, the nation's top religious liberties lawyers, and countless pastors and business professionals. For more information on how you can get involved in critical initiatives, such as the Legislative Prayer Shield, Statewide Prayer, our national motto in God We Trust campaign, and the upcoming Return the Book Initiative, a collaboration of those fighting to get the Bible back into schools, visit us at cpcfoundation.com forward slash states forward slash Washington or email me directly at Joshua at Washington Prayer Caucus. May the Lord strengthen you as you fight to keep faith alive in Washington and America. Welcome, everybody, to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, I am very honored that you have chosen to spend a little bit of time with me today. Thank you for your support on our last episode. We looked at the some of the similarities between the Reichstag fire in 1933 and the January 6th incident at the Capitol. Not an insurrection, a riot possibly, but... We took a look at some of the similarities and some of the responses by our, quote, governing leaders, unquote, after that. But today I want to read out of Exodus chapter 12 and verse 29. Now, if you know the story, you're familiar with the story of Exodus. The people of Israel have been enslaved for approximately 400 years, and the pharaoh of Egypt at the time was a very harsh, harsh dictator. And he was enslaving the people of Israel and would come down harder and harder on them the more Moses, who was sent to be a deliverer, would try to negotiate with Pharaoh for their release. There were ten plagues, and nine times out of ten times, Pharaoh, once the plague hit, Pharaoh refused to let the people of Israel go. There was many, many plagues. There was, there was frogs. There was locusts. There was blood in the water. There was, there was flies, lice. There was some boils, hailstorms. The list goes on for nine plagues. You can read about that in the beginning of the book of Exodus. But I want to read out of Exodus chapter 12 and verse 29, and this is the last plague, and the word of God says this. At midnight, the Lord struck down the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon and the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, and he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where someone was not dead. Then he summoned Moses and Aaron by night and said, Up, 
Go out from among my people, both you and the people of Israel, and go and serve the Lord as you have said. Take your flocks, your herds, as you have said. Be gone and bless me also. That's a very powerful portion of Scripture. Now, there is a massive uprising, a massive movement of civil disobedience happening around the globe right now. As I'm recording this right now, there is hundreds of thousands of people up in Ottawa, Canada. There was a huge convoy of truckers who went up to the capital of Ottawa, to the Parliament Building in Canada, to protest the COVID-19 mandates. The media has been portraying it as just a fringe group, as a people with unacceptable views, really downplaying this, really uh, going over it. CNN was calling it a cult this morning. Justin Trudeau is saying that they're white nationalists, they're racists, they're violent, and this and this. But the citizen journalism has proven that this is a powerful movement of people who are taking their nation, their livelihood, and their freedoms back. And there is a movement going on right now across our nation, and it's rising up more and more, of people who want freedom. And they're standing up against the dictates of evil men who want to crush the spirits and souls of people. This was not about health. It's never been about health. It's about money and power. And that has been proven now, as I'm recording this, January 31st, 2022, that we are seeing their narrative unravel more and more. And if you can't see it, then you refuse to. The time is now for people to stand up. Now, here in Washington State, we find ourselves in a very interesting situation. There is a legislation, excuse me, there is a legislative session that is happening right now where many bills and laws are being presented to be voted on, to be put into law. Now, if you go, so I'm going to go through this as quickly as possible. I'm going to put a lot of links in the show notes, but there's a few state bills and house bills that I want you to be aware of. Okay. Now, if you are a Republican, houserepublicans.wa.gov is where you need to go to email all your representatives. And if you're not a Republican, go to the Democratic House. And if you're someone like me who doesn't trust either of them, you need to go to both websites and email all of them with your concerns, okay? Now, if you go to leg.wa.gov, you will go to the Washington State Legislation uh, website. If you go to the menu and hit Bill Information, you can go to that and very simply read about every bill that is being proposed during this legislation session, okay? Now, there is a couple I'm going to read off. There's many more that are concerning, but these are just a few. Here's what we need to do. We need to be empowered as people that we need to realize that our voice is the voice that shapes the law. We can't just let legislation happen without our voice being heard. Washington State is too important, too wonderful of a place to live to allow greedy and power-hungry bureaucrats on both sides of the aisle run rampant with their jurisdictions and whatever it is they want to pass, okay? So I'm going to run through this very quickly, and then I will empower you to take action. Now, we have House Bill 1772. This is one of the biggest ones maybe in Washington state history, and this is limiting the government's governor's 
emergency powers to 60 days. We have seen Jay Inslee have emergency powers for almost two years, and we have seen how he has ruined our state, ruined small business, ruined livelihoods, fired people from their jobs, caused unbelievable chaos and havoc and, and pressure on the healthcare system with his emergency powers. He is, he is just a crazy dictator that must be stopped, and the power has gone to his head. And we have got to, you have got to, as a citizen, voice your approval of House Bill 1772. Now, along with that, there is a state bill, 5909, that requires all legislative involvement on governor's declarations during a crisis. So 10 years from now, the governor has emergency powers for 60 days. We want the legislation to be involved. Whether they're in session or out of session, they can call a special session. This is very important because we don't want a governor with unlimited power. There needs to be checks and balances in the power of our state. We can't let, you know, because absolute power corrupts absolutely, and we have seen that. Now, we also need to vote on, we need to vote no on House Bill 1772. So we need to approve the, the previous two uh, bills that I just talked about, but we need to say no on 1727. And that would delay the right for people to vote. Uh, and, and how many limits, it limits basically the, the, how often you can vote for initiatives and referendums. We should have unlimited voting rights on any initiative or any referendum to anything in our state. This is a state for the people, and we don't want any limits on it, okay? Now, we also need to, uh, uh, we need to approve House Bill 1999, which restores reasonable limits on spending and budget growth. Number, I mean, the basic thing is, I mean, we had some major budget issues with unemployment a couple years ago. There was, you know, $9 million lost, and we have a huge surplus here in Washington State. We're doing okay as a state, but we need to make sure there's checks and balances on what people, on what our governor and what his team and uh, the House, what people are spending. So we need to make sure that we approve that. And then the last one I'm going to uh, talk about is House Bill 1696, we need to vote yes. And that prohibits state government from uh, prohibiting legislatures uh, and representative access to the building and access to House and Senate floors. Because what happens is uh, uh, Jim Walsh, one of our representatives who has been one of the main voices of reason in the House of Representatives of Washington State, one he was denied access because he was not vaccinated. We cannot allow discrimination like this for our legislators because what it does is it gives majority power to whoever the powers that be that they can lock out anyone they want. And if they can't have access, then they, they don't have a way to communicate to their constituents. They don't have a way to uh, get the latest on what's going on in the House floor. They can lose votes. This is very concerning. Whether the, the legislation or the representative is going to vote that way I want or not, they should have access to the building. Now, those were just a few of them that I want to, you to be made aware of. Like I said, go to 
leg.wa.gov, browse through everyone. There's ones on restricting firearms that we have got to voice our concern. And here's what you do. You've got to email. This takes time. It takes effort. But we're in a fight for our state. A couple years ago, my wife and I considered moving out of state. But we felt like God say, you know what? Stand, stay, and fight. And this is how you fight. As believers, you have to stand up for people. You have to stand up for your state and stand up for injustice. There's this massive Christian social justice movement. Let's talk about actual justice. Let's talk about actually putting power back in the people's hands like it was supposed to be. And let's stand for the truth, knock out whatever immoral bill they want to pass. And we, we, we've seen what's happened with comprehensive sexual education. We've seen what's happened with critical race theory. And now they're being into law where we should have been speaking out years before this even happened. And they took govern, governor's unlimited powers and now they're sneaking anything in they want. The transgender agenda, all these different things. Okay, We already know, need I remind you, that there are quarantine camps being built and already built here in Washington. I've seen them with my own eyes. And if we don't take power back from our governor, we are going to see some very dangerous things. So now is the time to stand. There is a massive movement, a massive movement across the globe of people taking their freedom back. Now's the time. We need to be at school board meetings. I've gone to school board meetings. It's hard. It's tough. You're, you're the minority, but Christians and believers and parents need to be standing up. We need to be standing up. We need to be speaking out. We need to be vocal about what's going on. So I'm going to close this episode. Like, uh, make sure that you contact the Washington State Prayer Caucus, make sure you're praying, but also make sure that you're following up with these websites that I've given you and the, the information's in the show notes so that you can voice during your voice and your opinions and your heart during one of the most important Washington State legislation sessions in state history. So God bless you. I hope that this episode blesses you, informs you, inspires you. Let's take back our state. Let's take back our freedoms. Let's take back our families. Washington State is worth fighting for. And if you're out of state, you're listening in another part of the country, another part of the world, what can you be doing in your communities, in your areas of, uh, of living to make sure that you're voicing your concern and standing up for the truth, a courageous stand for the truth? Talk to people in your area. Talk to people in your state. Be vocal, be loud, send some emails that are strongly worded, that gets the point of cross. We need to take back our freedoms. God bless you. I will see you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. Our prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your family, your community, your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stand for truth in a world that is completely abandoned. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Remember, truth requires courage.